This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Everybody that watches Dead and Hip Hop, man, you already know that we've been in collaboration with a lot of different entities recently, especially Swisher Sweets, man. You've seen the collaboration that we've had. So again, if you follow Dead and Hip Hop and you support Dead and Hip Hop, make sure you go over there and subscribe and subscribe to us too, man. Peace. But like when, he's, when he has that part where he's like, I'm gonna hit that note too, huh? Uh oh. It's too late. Mm-hmm. Uh, you tried to make it right, but now it's too late. And at first, I was just like, okay, he's talking about a chick. But is he? Is he talking about a chick or is he talking about the actual system of oppression that's going on? Yeah, it's too late. You tried to make it right, but at this point, it's too fucking late to fix. Dead in Hip Hop album review, Childish Gambino, Awaken My Love. Before we get into the review, for everybody that has subscribed over the years, thank you for the 150,000 of you that hit that subscribe button. And it has come to our attention that some of you guys may have been unsubscribed unintentionally by YouTube's algorithm. So if you are no longer subscribed to Dead in Hip Hop, please hit that subscribe button, come back. We love you. We didn't want to get rid of you. It's not our fault, but just hit that subscribe button. And then also, if you want to take that support a step further, go to the Patreon page for Dead in Hip Hop. You will get to see everything that your dollar would get you um, by supporting us monthly or just a one-time thing, man. But if anything, just hit that subscribe button. That's enough support for us, man. We appreciate everybody that has done everything. But back to the review, when we kind of knew Childish was gonna come out with an album, I'm like, yes, Childish fucking Gambino. Cause you know, he's put out a couple projects, you know, people may not like like the Stone Mountain mixtape. You know, I remember you didn't like royalty when we uh, reviewed that a couple years ago. But for the most part, Childish name is put out there, I'm excited. Childish is probably one of the most creative and and just supremely talented people that we have. He was your number one for the 2013. Yes, yeah, yeah. with with uh, because, because the internet. Oh my God, that that project. I still I, I don't go back to it often, but I do go back to it here and there. Like you know what? Let me listen to the Zealots of Stockholm. <laughs> that motherfucking yo, like uh, 3005. Like and you know me, I don't even fucking know names like that, and I still <laughs> remember names off of that project. So that project is amazing, man. And and this project right here did not know what to expect. But to get a whole singing album from Childish, I was like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what the fuck? You know, like, I know the motherfucker singing and shit, but I'm, I'm expecting some hip hop, some, some rhymes and shit. 
And I ain't get none of that. I didn't, I didn't get any of that. But what I took away from this thing is, damn, bro, you're even more talented than I initially anticipated. Because I, I saw something on social media or so, I can't remember uh, where I could pinpoint where I saw this at, but he, Childish was saying that on the tracks California, Baby Boy, Redbone, that he didn't use any like yeah, extra, yeah, like that's just, he said, I sang different. <laughs> yeah, I didn't believe that shit. Not on Redbone, he lied. Yeah. No way. Redbone, no he way he did something. It did get clarified, at least on okay. Redbone, they, they, I think they just changed the pitch up one notch. Okay. Is okay. what is what I read. Wow. Okay. Like, man, look, man. I don't know anybody else right now in our era that writes fucking plays, that writes TV shows, that produces TV shows, that stars in TV shows, that does stand-up comedy, that does all. And then you drop a project like this, motherfucking just singing all different types of ways and shit, bruh. Like. I don't know what else to say. Like, like Childish just did his damn thing. Now, this is not what I anticipated. This is not what I necessarily want from Childish Gambino. I like Childish rapping, so that is my preference. So this is not something that just blew me away. Oh my God, like, like a weekend project or something like that. But this shit right here though, man, like, she right here, my nigga. I, 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 like he just left me speechless, like listening to this project. Like, bro, like, how can you do, how do you still have this? Like, so, so it's like, what else can you fucking do? Like, I, I don't know what, in terms of musically, like, what's the next thing you're going to do, bro? Because every time you bring something else out, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just throwing it back. I, really. I know that Childish writes with intent, right? Like, like sometimes it might hit you smack dab in the face and you don't know what the fuck just hit you, right? So I'm, I'm listening to all of these songs trying to see, okay, what the fuck? is the deeper meaning on all of these shits and on some of them I kind of got it or maybe it's not that deep but Boogeyman seemed like it was something um, to do with like the cops Right, so, so I'm just I'm right black on that one. people yeah. Yeah, yeah, being yeah. the boogeyman. Yeah. Right. Okay, oh, uh, okay. You have the gun, but I'm the boogeyman. Right. Uh, okay, so so I knew I knew it was something. I'm like, I know he ain't talk, fucking talking about no goddamn two, three year old with the damn boogeyman and shit. You know what I'm saying? It was on the little kids. Yeah, it was on the little kids. So I was just like, okay, is he, is he talking about cops? Is he? You know what I'm saying? Like, like what, what what's he talking about? And then the other one I was really trying to decipher was zombies. You know what I'm saying? Like looking at all of the, the people about taking a advantage of your success, leeching off you, eating at you. Okay, see, I, th yeah. I thought he was talking I about hoes. thought it was about appropriation. You thought it was my hoes? I thought <laughs> <laughs> of course you did. Oh, this hey, is shit. Look at that. This is fucking shit. This Hey, man, look. When he said, <laughs> they can smell your money and they want your soul. I'm like, what's up? Success, yeah. I took yeah. it as record labels. Oh, okay. It'd be the same thing. It'd be the same thing. But yeah, it's just, whatever success that you have, there are people, people that just, yeah, that's yeah zombies, that's, yeah. 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 Just yeah. eating at you. Yep. Or it could be the hoes. Maybe we're overthinking it. Maybe it's the hoes. But at the end of the day, I think that what Childish ultimately accomplishes with his musical projects is that he kind of leaves that type of stuff open for interpretation. You know what I'm saying? And how it connects or applies to you is how it applies to you. I, I don't know if there was like an overall like type of thing because of the way he named it, like me and your mama, and then all the way down at number 10, the song that's next to the last, The Night Me and Your Mama Met, is just a, a fucking instrumental. And I think, again, he did like the thing that I love week, that Weekend does, 
just use your imagination. You, you know what was going down when I met your mom. You know what I'm saying? That's how your ass, your black ass is here now. I love the fact that Childish, with whatever he does musically, is just so creative, man. Like, he thinks he definitely colors outside the lines, man. And on this project, he just did it again. I really like this project, but I don't love it. Yeah, I fucking love this album, man. Like, just, I remember when I heard Me and Your Mama and when I heard freaking Redbone, Huh? That you love this like that. Shit, hell, because I love like folk punk. <clears throat> I love the George Clinton era. Like mm. that's what this sound takes me to. Um, I hear a lot of different influences on this album. You know, like from D'Angelo with Baby Boy, mm -hmm. Redbone with Bootsy Collins. Who's buddy that uh, Nay really like? Maxwell. Yes, mm -hmm. I, I heard some <clears throat> of Maxwell in this too. Prince. I mean, it, it, it's so much influence of music that I grew up that I grew up listening to in the household. That when I, the the moment I heard this album, I'm like. Fuck, like I, I, I love the sound for one, I love it. And then the fact that Childish was able to throw some socially conscious, like, you know, uh, with Boogeyman and zombies and stuff. And then, you know, I think he didn't have a child. I think he had a, a Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I thought that was kind of cool. It, and, and it made me think like, okay, was it kind of like a tribute to his son? I guess him talking to his son. I think the last three, yeah. you'll probably say. And maybe. Yeah. 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 Like that me and your mama met, like it was like, you know. Stand tall. Yeah, yeah. So it's just kind of like, okay, I thought, I thought that was pretty a cool moment, but like the sound, the way the vocal, the vocal arrangements on this album was freaking nuts. I thought everything about this album was amazing. The only one track I didn't really care for, that's because I didn't like it. Yeah, California. <laughs> I did not like California, man. That was, I didn't. You want the vote to California? You want that shit? You want to get it? Hell no. She want the vote to You know that shit. It's like, hey, it's one like, of like the joints that you can't, it's like an infectious, like, but you're like, why do I like this? Right. It's, it's like one of those. I listened to it one time when awesome I first listened to it, and I was just like, and every time I got tagged, I skipped it. I was like, I gotta get to terrified. You hate it. See, I don't skip it. I skip it. I still listen I to it. I just like, I'm like, I, I don't it. like this shit, but I, keep, but I like it in the context of the album. Like, I just I like it. it. <laughs> I, I, I'll definitely skip it. And another a joint, the actual single, because I remember when me and your mama first came out, I was like, damn, I like that shit. But then when Redbone came out, mm. I was like, I fucking love Redbone way more than me and your mama. But then in the context of the album, me and your mama is fucking amazing. That's like an amazing joint. Just so many different emotions was going on in that song mm. and just everything. I think Redbone's still amazing too. Oh yeah, it is, it is. Yeah. Because just, just that yeah. Prince and Booty Collins, like, yeah. man, when I heard that shit, I was like, oh my fucking God. So this dude, Charles Gambino, just, he blew me away with this album. I thought this shit was... So, so it didn't surprise you? Like, I mean, it had to have surprised um, you a well, little I thought, bit. I thought, didn't you say it was a spec? It was, he was going to be singing. Not he, like this. Not like this. Oh, yeah. yeah. So when, when I heard you mention that, I was kind of being prepared already. Like, okay, mm. that's what? people on Twitter just talking shit. They yeah, don't how do they know? I didn't, oh, yeah. I don't know what's going on Twitter. No, watch this, though. He ain't gonna be rapping. Like at all. Oh, okay. At all. Okay. Okay. And they come out, oh, see, I told you. What the okay. fuck? You ain't no shit. <laughs> yeah, once I heard you say that, I'm like, okay, so he's gonna be, you know, like Love Below or some shit like that. But then when I heard this, I was like, wow. That is a good comparison to Love Below. Yeah, I mean, because, you know, when that came out, yeah. we, we was thinking Andre was gonna be rapping. Mm -hmm. And then you hear so much, you're like, like you like, was. damn, but you, yeah, right. <laughs> but you like, damn, he still put out a, a good project with Love Below. But yeah, with this one, I, man. But Love Below, I had to get over the fact that he wasn't rapping first before I enjoyed it. Really? Mm-hmm. It's because Andre didn't give you a lead-up. Yeah. Childish Gambino kind of gave you a lead-up. He did. To yeah. expect something so, different. Right, because yeah. Riot was one of my favorite joints on there. I mean, I got a lot of favorite joints. Terrified. I mean, Stand Tall. Like, I, it's a lot of favorite joints on here. I love, I like this album from 
beginning to end, just with Deception of California. But other than that, I love it, man. I love this album. This shit was, this shit was great. Man, uh, y'all know I love this shit. I just go ahead and get that out. It's R&B. Is it R&B? Is it real uh, R&B? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a real R&B because you oh know, like God. the weekend and shit, Yo, and people yeah. and shit like that. One thousand percent. B hit me like early this morning. I'm driving in. You listen to New Childish Gambino yet? And I'm this never, morning? huh? This you morning? This morning? No. Oh, I'm sorry. One, that morning. Oh, that I'm morning. Like, I'm sorry. That morning? <laughs> oh, yeah. B hit me up that morning that it released, asked me oh. if I've listened to it, and I was like, well, that's you B don't ever hit me up that early. Um, about something. I was like, nah, because I'm never in a hurry to listen to new albums when they drop the day up. Never. And then I saw Questlove, something about he had to wake up D'Angelo at 4 a.m. because he was blown away. And then I was like, okay, let me listen to this shit. So I was listening to it on the way home and I was just like, it was a total sensory overload in terms of what I was listening to because I was not ready at all. <laughs> at all. Like, I heard me and your mama, and that that's why I wish we could have done a first reaction to that because I had so many things to say about that track alone. I didn't know that there was actually more of that right on, on here, <laughs> but entirely different <laughs> yes. than just that. That was just so, like, because when that bass dropped at one minute and 38 yes. seconds. Yeah, yeah. the beats are crazy. I didn't expect like, that oh, at all. Shit. Yeah. I was like blown away. That was that. Then Have Some Love came on. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Then Boogeyman hit. Then the Parliament Funkadelic shit. I was like, what the fuck is happening? And then at like the 42nd mark, the shit shifted again. At the one minute mark, it shifted fucking again. And I'm just like, I'm driving home on a commute. It's nighttime. And all of these sounds are just coming at me at once. And I was just blown away. Wait, wait, like show Afro for a minute, huh? Dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it really did. It really did. Cause I'm like, what the And then Zombie said, mm-mm. And then the fucking then he had more chords and top of chords and the 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 so the sound and then Ryan. Oh my god. Yeah. I was like, and when I'm listening to it, like you heard all the, and I'm like, Sly and the Family Stone. Yes, yep, yep. That, that's all that was that going was my through my head. One, the whole album yes, that was the Stone. first one that hit me. Like, yep. this is some Sly and the Family Stone type fucking shit. <laughs> and then the more you listen to it, you start to pick out more and more stuff. Lenny fucking Kravitz. Yep. You can hear uh, the fucking Jimmy Hendrix uh, <laughs> vocals because he has that soft falsetto type, rough sound to it. Mm -hmm. And then it went to California, and just like everybody, and y'all motherfuckers lying if you don't. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> it, was, it was such a shock and it was such a contrast to everything that was happening. Right. I'm like, what's going on? What the hell? <laughs> but it was kind of bouncy and sunny and vibrant and everything. And I'm like, it doesn't, this doesn't, don't make this is sense. Yeah, it don't make any goddamn sense. Right. But I was like, you know what? I thank you because I needed a moment to breathe. Mm. Because everything prior to that Amen. was just so much to absorb in 2016 mm -hmm. from this guy that I had no idea he was doing this at all and that he could do it. You, we know he's talented. Mm -hmm. I didn't know he could do yeah. you, To replicate that sound almost exact as he did. Today. <laughs> but to update it to a sound that sounds current is, is freaking crazy. And you guys don't understand how 
difficult that really mm -hmm. is. Right. Stand Tall was, was the one because I think that one had like six different movements to it. Mm -hmm. And I'm sitting there, this is my first listen. Right. Like I could have did a first, like I could have reviewed this just off the first listen alone. That That's how incredible this was mm -hmm. and how much I had to say. There's even Michael Jackson in here. Mm -hmm. At the end there was uh, so of course much, more Prince when he's doing that yelling mm -hmm. uh, yeah. shit. Yeah. Channel it Prince. was just yeah. so freaking much man. And it's like every time I listen to it it's just it's just mind blowing. He's done an excellent job whether we like it or not. If you look at his career, you look at the his discography, it's every single album is, is damn near different. Mm -hmm. He has not boxed himself in mm -hmm. at all. And I know when he started out, there was the Drake and Childish comparison mm -hmm. because they both sing and rap. No, please, no, please. no, no, he, no, he, he no, do no. This. Listening to this album, I was imagining Gambino in the booth. Like, what did you have to try? Because he had to put himself into a mode to get this out. He's just that talented. <laughs> I think he can do like I think he can do anything in terms of, of music. I think he could probably do any form, any type of genre. And I think this finally hit me because I think the album is almost broken up into 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 thirds a little bit. And I may be a little bit off of that because of course you have me and my, me and your mom. Of course, the last three is about you know him being a father and stuff like that. And then you have like the more socially conscious type of boogeyman and zombies and then ride. I really don't know what. That's about, but you have Redbone, California, and Terrified. I think California and Terrified are kind of connected in terms of this person going to California and then the people you meet in California are not what you think they are. So I think there's some some small interconnectedness here, but there's not this overarching theme, I don't think, that I've been able to pull out. But even the the freaking album cover of just this big the black, yeah. the blue and black. Right. This is a black ass fucking album. Yeah, no, it is. And, and it's a black album different from the way that Kendrick Lamar was a black album. This shit black is. Messiah was a black album. This is like some black family. You sitting at home, you got a fucking barbecue going. You sit, man, yo, this, this shit right here, this shit is fucking incredible. And I was absolutely blown away. Yeah, I didn't expect this. Not one single solitary bit. And I know. People on Twitter want to give me a fucking chance to even listen to the shit. They're just like, oh shit, stop what you're doing. I'm like, oh, I listened to it. I'm like, oh, I, I knew he was going to do this. No, 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 you didn't. Right now, what's interesting is my favorite Childish Gambino project is the Kuai mixtape. I think that that shit is fucking genius. And if y'all have not listened to that shit, especially you. Oh, I've heard it. Okay, yeah, I'm about yeah, to say I, you I, will yo, love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's some fucking Lionel Richie, Smokey Robinson type shit. And I think it's fucking great. Now, coming off of that, did I think that he was gonna do this? Absolutely not. When the singles came out, when I heard the first single, I'm like, okay, he's just not trolling, but he's almost like just trying to be weird Gambino and be like, oh, y'all can't, y'all can't pinpoint what I'm about to do. Right. So I'm gonna throw you this weird track from the album. Right. And then when the next single came out, Redbone, I was just like, okay, there's another weird funk track. I'm like, okay, is that what he's gonna do with this album? So when I finally got it, turned everything off, sat down, put this shit on and just sat there. And unlike you, I did not picture anybody in a booth. What I pictured was a, a concert. This sounds like a live concert. Nothing about this sounds 
like pre-recorded music. It's a really interesting feeling this gives you because it's warm mm -hmm. and it almost gives you a jam band feel. So when I'm listening to this, which I'm surprised nobody said this, but the first thing that came to mind, well, I'll not say the second thing, but the first thing that came to mind was of course, Slime the Family Stone, because that was, I remember that was one of the first records that I took from my dad's collection and mm -hmm. made it mine. Um, one that had Don't Call Nigga, Whitey, had Stand on it. I was like, okay, I hear Slime the Family Stone. Then when you listen to it some more, you're like, I hear Stevie Wonder. Cause I hear a lot of jamming. I don't hear a lot of uh, composed, overly mm. structured songs. I hear loose jams, and Stevie Wonder was good for that kind of shit, Perfect. especially when you see him live, because he always had a great band with him. And you hear Bootsy, you hear yes. George Clinton, yeah. you hear, and I'm glad you said Jimi Hendrix, that's one of the other things I heard, was I heard a lot of Jimi Hendrix, especially with those those fuzzed out guitar leads that are, that are throughout a lot of these songs. This album is fucking brilliant to me, mm -hmm. and it's interesting that this throwback sound is coming back and a lot of the people that I've heard doing it so far, I haven't enjoyed. So when he did this, I'm like, damn, he actually hit it around the fucking button. And the only difference I have with what you said, because I agree with everything you said for the most part, but I don't think he added anything modern to it. And I think that's why I like it. This sounds like this shit came out in 1972. <laughs> and that's what I enjoy so much. It maybe sounds maybe a little bit cleaner, mm -hmm. but it sounds so fucking authentic. And I like that he gave me an album that I don't have to overthink. When you listen to Because the Internet, it's like you have to sit there and really be like, all right, what's he talking about? Okay, well, what's going on here? Okay, oh, it's, it's breaking up. This is crazy. No, nah, this read shit, the script. <laughs> yeah, you gotta read the script to figure out what the fucking story is. Right. This one, you don't have to do that. You just have to sit down and vibe. And that's what I, he gave us a feel good album. Even though a lot of the themes on this project are not necessarily feel good, like um, like Boogeyman. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, when I first listened, I'm like, it's very interesting how he made this song about police and how they have the gun, but at the same time, they're thinking that you're the scary one. Mm -hmm. And because of you being the scary one, they have this fear and they react, and that's what causes a lot of these problems. But I'll tell you, the, the line that got me on that song was the one where he says, um, Every boy and girl all around the world know my niggas' words, but if you're scared of me, how can we be free? And it's like, shit, you really think about that. It's like, we make these songs that all, everybody loves. Like, hip-hop is the biggest influence as far as music there is. But at the same time, we are like the most feared race of people. You know what I mean? It's crazy to think that. You're riding around in your fancy, expensive cars listening to songs that we made. But if we walk by your window, oh, you lock in the fucking door. That's crazy to me. But Charles Gambino, he can put it so simply it and just make you really think about it. Well, not only that, real quick, not to interrupt you, but just not even just hip hop. That seventy sound, the oh, Temptations, sure. all of this stuff. Mm -hmm. Even to this day, that sound, Black Motown, is played probably more than any of the yeah. other shit besides the really popular shit. Right. Black music has always had this this foundation in society. That kind of sound, whatever is going on at the time, that always becomes pop culture. And it's just so interesting that it's like what black people make becomes pop culture, but black people themselves not, cannot be pop culture. It's so interesting to me. And let's not be being racist, that's just the way fucking things are. Zombies, I thought was another interesting song. Now, 
I, I took the song immediately to be about record labels and cultural appropriation, eating people and eating off the culture. And then when I think about it, you relate that to zombies and how zombies are constantly eating, but they have no purpose. Mm -hmm. They never get full. Right. They just, there's, there's, there's no nourishment. They just keep eating and eating and eating because it's like they've been programmed to do that. And when you think of record labels, I could be completely off. When you think of record labels, it's like, that's what they do. They don't really have a reason to be do like they're not trying to help you. Right. They're just doing this because at this point it's like they've been programmed to just eat you and whatever culture you have and then move on to the next one. Mm -hmm. Eat this one, whatever culture you have. And if that's what he's talking about, God, bro, Jesus <laughs> Christ, man. Redbone, I love that song. I'm still fuzzy on the meaning. I'm not sure if it's about a tumultuous relationship or if it's about or if it's about the system. Like, I can't tell if, because if you think about it, it's like every relation in the song that you can give to women, you can change that and say, okay, he's talking about the actual system of America. Mm -hmm. and, I, and, and I could be, again, completely wrong. I could be overthinking it. Like, is that what he's talking about? Or is he just talking about shit? You know, cheating on me or some yeah. shit. And you tried to fix it, but it's too late shit. Is that, I mean, I'm asking y'all. I don't know. I don't know. Like everybody, the only song I didn't like is California. But just like Rod said, it's a song I don't skip. I don't like it, but for some reason, I don't skip it. You know, you know what it reminds me of perfectly. If anybody is a Smokey Robinson fan, uh, that's a record that I grew up on uh, from youth was "Being with You." And yes. do you know the second song? Um, a tobacco man, tell me if you can, how much money no. would you make off that cigarette? It's like this weird Caribbean, like bongo-y mm -hmm. sound. It's right after the first being with you, being with Completely. you, this smooth wow. song. And then when you go to the next song, it's like this weird Caribbean. And that, <laughs> even as a youth, I'm talking about when I was like five or six, yeah. that song made no sense. It was like, how the fuck is this song on oh, here? It makes yeah. no sense. And when I was a kid, I fucking hated that song. And I still have the same record that was my dad's. Um, I love that fucking song now. And I'm wondering if California. that song in California is just gonna grow on me. Cause right now it's like, that song makes no yeah. fucking sense. But as this album becomes a part of you and becomes a part of this time that we're in, are we gonna go back and be like, yeah, California fits. Yeah. It's weird, but he I meant for it. it to be that way. Smokey Robinson meant for that song to be there. Second song on the album. He meant for that song to be there. For some reason, California is here at number seven, sandwiched between Redbone and Terrified. Terrified yep. You might be onto something. Maybe California and Terrified are connected in some way, and that's why the song is like that. I just haven't figured it out yet. So if any of you guys know, let me know. But yeah, I've gone on long enough. This motherfucking album. Brilliant. This makes me feel like I am in 1972 in an audience mm -hmm. smoking a joint with Jay Burrito's hair <laughs> and just vibing because this is such a vibe yep. album. He did a fucking good ass job. I'm about to set a world record. Yo, Gambino, if you're watching, all I have to say is thank you. There's nothing else I can say, bro. Continue to make music. I will be checking it out. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yes, man. Uh, thank you for 
like Mike said, taking me back to the 70s with this sound. I absolutely love so much, and you you did a great job of executing with this album from front to back. I fucking love this shit, man. This shit is great. Yeah, if you're watching, um, it's been extremely difficult just not talking about this album. It's just it's just right. so so great, and I'm finally <laughs> glad that I can talk publicly about it. And I love the fact that. Um, I think it's just something that over time is just gonna grow with me. You know, it's rare that, that we get something like that today. So I appreciate you uh, putting something out like this. Yeah, Echo, Ditto, all that. Thank you so much for putting out another quality project. Uh, thank you for doing something completely different. Thank you for not boxing yourself in with being a punchline rapper. Thank you for not boxing yourself in with being the next Drake. Instead, you're, you're putting yourself as an artist, a separate artist from everybody because nobody else, really, nobody else could do something this authentic and this extremely well put together. This is definitely one of the best things I've heard this year, hands down, easy. The only thing, very quickly, that I would love for you to do, can you please make a version of the record that doesn't include the virtual reality shit so it doesn't cost me $60? Because some of us are broke. <laughs> and I would absolutely love to own this on wax because oh, yeah. this isn't something I feel like would just make sense to pop open a CD. I want to own this record. I probably will end up doing it anyway just because I, I, I really value what you do that much, but won't hurt to ask, right? right, right. <laughs> but shit, Damn. flat out, this is worth $60. It really is. It's worth $60 and more. But yeah, thank you for making a, an amazing project, man. I cannot wait to hear what you do next. Oh, broke ass nigga, I'm talking about